Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello. And welcome in to another episode of Farm to Fame. I am Kelsey Wingert. That is Peter Moylan. And that's not Maddie Mass because we got Mitch in the house. Mitch, what's your last name? Matasha. Say Sorry? Matasha. Matasha. Yes. Mitch Matasha. Big Reds fan, that's we've right. heard. That is right. 62nd bio with your John Boy Media life. Ready, I go. I started John Boy Media uh, in May, late May. And um, I became an editor right away. I started producing for stats that exist. Um, done a lot of stuff with the gaming channel. Uh, I've done some stuff with the documentary uh, for Blitzball and for Floorball. Um, and that's a quick little slice of life. Well, welcome. Where you, Thank you. Where are you from? I'm from Mason, Ohio, 30 minutes mm. north of Cincinnati. Second near Jerry Blevins at all? Because Ohio is not very big, right? <laughs> I have actually I've met Jerry Blevins in this office, but not in person, not in not in Ohio. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Peter Moylan. Yes. Congratulations on your sweep of the New York Mets. I tell you, I dreamed it would happen, mm-hmm. and it happened. And I think I saw a clip of Trevor and Jake talking about how they just played, everything went right for the Atlanta Braves. And, you know, when you look at that matchup on paper, based on everything that's happened this year, it was probably leaning towards the Mets. They were probably favorite going to that. And I think, you know, obviously we still got to finish the job, but that set them up beautifully. Now, I don't think the Mets are dead by any means. Uh, And I often, I, I did say this to Trevor the other day is that, Sometimes I think playing yourself into a playoff can get you hot as being in good form now and then having five days off. Yeah. I think the issue is going to be, look, you can set your pitching up. You can do all that sort of stuff. That's the, obviously the positive, but the negative is you don't see live pitching for five days and then Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how much BP you take. 97 is 97. So that's the toughest part for me, but look, these guys have been doing it all year. It doesn't take them long to get their eyes back in. So I'm certainly not worried about anything i just i'm just really excited i'm really now that this now that the playoffs teams are set mm-hmm. i'm kind of pumped like i'm 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 pretty excited about everything yeah we had a really good discussion on our broadcast last night we're like obviously you want the first round by right but like it's going to be interesting to see how this five days off affects those teams and it should play into their advantage like you said lining up pitching but there's only one time in season they get four more days off and that's the all-star break. Um, So it's just going to be interesting to kind of see how this year plays out. Um, And then we were getting into like, when do you throw your one? Um, Just trying to make sure that you have your one available for the DS and the CS, because if you pitch him obviously in the wild card, he's delayed in the DS, and then maybe you can't have him in time for the CS. And 
we got in a really deep conversation last night. Did you talk about the schedule at all in that conversation? Because do they have any time off between the end of the wildcard series and the start of the divisional series? I would imagine there's a day that separates the, the okay. um, especially because, well, I guess it depends on which side. I would imagine because they're probably going to. If it goes are, three games, there might be less chance. But if they can knock it off in two games, they're definitely going to get at least one day off, surely. So both of the wildcard series start October 7th and the ALDS and the NLDS start October 11th. So yeah, there should be one day off. Minimum one day. Good. Yeah. So you can start that guy and then have your ace ready to go game two. Um, So it's not, it's, yeah, man. There's no off days in the National League Division Series. Yeah. Is that because our season was delayed or is this how it will be next year? As it is right now, they've crammed the playoffs in and we don't finish until, if it goes all the way, seven games, and we don't finish till the 6th of, or the 5th of November. That's with the delayed start and obviously, Man. yeah, it's a long time. <laughs> but it's a lot of baseball too. So, yes, I am fucking pumped for but the the craziest part is i'd never realized how many rookies are going to have a big impact as well yeah there's a lot of rookies playing playoffs man yeah well there's a lot i mean we've just seen such a youth movement in baseball overall we're seeing guys come up so much quicker but they're making such an impact it's not just guys coming up and you know being decent it's guys coming up and being michael harris yeah um, who I just voted for for my rookie of the year. Did you? Um, yeah, well, within our crew, not like a actual vote. But yes, I voted for Michael Harris and Julio Rodriguez. So does that mean you're going to vote for me for the Hall of Fame when I nominate myself? Yeah. <laughs> Mitch, did you know that Peter Moylan had a career 310 ERA? I actually did not know that. Mitch, do yourself a favor. Go look at my baseball reference page. <laughs> I have before, actually. I just didn't know the exact number. Uh, no, me either, it's actually. I can read off every stat I've ever had. That's very good. It's very good. I just came up at a lucky time where right-handed relievers could just get one guy out and then be done for the day. So, look, (laughs) I got lucky. No, you didn't. There's not a lot of luck in a 310. Generational talent. Generational talent. Okay, we want to run through each of the teams in the postseason and the rookies that Peter's talking about is making an impact. But first, we want to tell you about DraftKings because the NFL action is in full Swing at DraftKings Swing <laughs> at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just five dollars on any NFL team to win and get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Come on. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on the stepped up same game parlays once per day, once once per game day, all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBOY to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's promo code JOMBOY, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details mitch are you a betting man um you know i haven't really gotten into it yet but i'm really curious because i'm seeing the Bengals start their hot streak and they have the ravens next week who just lost um so i'm kind of feeling like this might be the time to do it 
I'm a Bengals <laughs> fan. Just, let me tell you something. If you if this is the time that you jump on to the gambling train, boy, you better strap in. I mean, I saw this guy, he had something on the Rams. He could cash out at 23000 He refused because he was going for that 74 k He must have a lot of money in the bank. I'm not sure if he made it. I, I didn't I didn't check and see what the odds had needed to be yesterday, but um, it just looked enticing to me. You know what's funny about that? I watch game shows sometimes and I see people make the decision to keep playing on when they've got like 150 grand and they're not in a position to just let 150 grand slide through their hands like that. And they're like, no, bang, I want the million. And then the next one, they're like, ah, here's your 7,000. <laughs> Mothers, going home with that in the back of your mind, you just lost $143,000. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I w- I, I'm out. Peter, you just never bet against Joe Burrow, okay? So the AL wildcard series, are these officially, the, is the seeding is not Teams set because the Mariners seeding. today can lock up the five seed. Okay, Correct. so as of right now, we have the Guardians versus the Rays and the Blue Jays. Let's freaking go, Alec Manoa, versus the Mariners. Mm. Yeah. Alec Manoa, 30 starts on the season, a sub, what, 2-4, two, 2-5? Two, Almost five? 200 innings as well. Yeah. That's what they were saying on the episode of Talking Baseball I was just listening to, which I'm a week behind. But there's only like, there's one guy with 200 or more innings, and that's Sandy. And then there's only like five guys in the 190s. And Alec Manoa is one of them. Has Sandy got like close to 300 innings? Or is he, am I just exactly? No, I think he's at like 223, which is like. That's that's an extra two innings. No, that's an extra, well, it's an extra inning per start almost. I know this you're happy about this but is are you if if the marlins were playing the mets are you okay with them not starting sandy in game three not no but so is that like hurting matters, the integrity of the game them not no, starting sandy because, or is that just like he's reached way too many innings and we need to protect our guy as a club you have to take care of him he's reached 220 innings for probably the first time in his career that's a big number like 200 mm-hmm. is the number and he's gone over that a yeah. lot and he's gone nine innings almost every single time he's out there last five or six times. It's insane. So as a franchise, that game means absolutely nothing to my franchise. Why would I risk anything happening to him in the last game and then have to answer for that for the whole off season and potentially longer? It's like Boone taking out Luis Severino yesterday when he had seven no hit innings and that conversation in the dugout, Luis wouldn't even look him in the eyes. You know, I mean, and that's what Boone was saying. He was like, I can't afford to, to lose, lose you. you. No I chance. can't. But do you know, Mitch, seeing as you're in a Yankees office, do you know what Severino's pitch count was when he got taken 95. out? Was it? Oh, oh. So his pitch count was up there. Yes. Okay. It was de- definitely, definitely the right decision. There's no yeah. questions about it. All right. And obviously the player has a right to get frustrated and yeah. think that this might be his only chance at a no-hitter. But even if you get yeah. quick innings, like that's 10, 12 pitches, you're up to 115, yeah. 18 pitches. Yeah. It's, hard to, it's hard to make the argument for him in a scenario like that with such a high pitch count, um, unfortunately. And I mean, I know you want to see that. Fans want to see that when they go to the park, but that's tough. I bet you they'd rather yeah. see a World Series championship. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Cleveland Guardians, it, man. The Cleveland freaking Guardians. Rookies on that team. It's the youngest MLB team this year. They're the first team in MLB history to win a division or league title with 16 or more rookies making their MLB debuts. So cool. How about it's Stephen, so cool? How about Stephen Kwan, though, Peter? 
302 on the season, 37 extra base hits, RBI, 51 RBI. Um, what I really freaking like 58 strikeouts to 63 walks. It's incredible. That's old school. That's like a Jeff McNeil. That's like a, that's the kind of player that seems to be coming back into fashion, especially this year. And I'm, I, I think it's fantastic. It's a, it's, I don't want to say a true baseball player because it can come in any shape or form, but it's like a traditional grindy actually takes the at bat and the end of the at bat, like a strikeout is embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, whereas it, when we changed it to just another out, doesn't matter how you get out, that sort of thing, that, that, that took the focus away and you saw so many big strikeout numbers. So to see him do that and 19 stolen bases. Yeah. And he continued to do it through September, had a better average in September. Yeah, read what, he, read what he did in September. 325 batting average, a 396 on-base percentage and a 450 slug. And an 846 OPS. Whoops. Gold glove caliber outfielder. He's been really good in the outfield. Um, he's the first Cleveland rookie to reach base 52 or more times in a month. Six Max Alvis in June of 1963. Okay. I, was say, I didn't recognize that name. And I, I recognize most names beyond the eighties. Yeah. Um, another rookie, Oscar Gonzalez, uh, per baseball savant has the strongest arm in MLB. Sorry, O'Neill Cruz. Um, he would be in rookie of the year contention, but missed a month with an IL stint for an intercoastal strain. What's an intercoastal strain? Intercoastal. I think it's like a coastal. I think it's like a. I want to say it's in the ribs, but Ouch. I could be way off. Am I way off? You're laughing at me, Mitch. Am I no, off? I have no idea about human anatomy. I I think I do. So I've I've pulled and ripped almost every part of my body and recovered from it. So I feel like I know my body well. And I would like to say that the intercostal is a rib area, like a sheath of the rib. So Oscar, Oscar Gonzalez is an outfielder as well. He has a 2.1 more on the year. Um, but I honestly thought um, you're looking up at intercostal. <laughs> your rib, do your ribs have sheets? Your ribs have sheets. That's, I don't that's know. a weird image. That. Situated between the ribs, the fifth left intercostal space, a muscle yeah, situated yeah. between the ribs. Yeah, an injury affecting the muscles between two or more ribs. All right, guys, you, you got the rest of the podcast on your own. I'm done. That's Wonderful, it. Pete. Wonderful by you. Bo Naylor in 117 games this year. Naylor has 21 home runs, 20 stolen bases, a 2020 season for him. Uh, a guy we talked about, obviously, a ton last year was Emmanuel Classe, who's still shutting it down for them. Um, we have he our, our disgusting. Has he gotten like, he was so good last year. Has he gotten better from last year? He's continued. I'm sure I haven't been able to see it on a daily basis, obviously, yeah, but I'm sure there's been, as far as consistency goes, there's been some development there, but as far as the stuff goes, there was no need for anything. So on the year, on the year, our guy, Emmanuel Classe, um, has, <laughs> A 138 ERA. Is that good? <laughs> he had a 129 last year. <laughs> okay. Um, how many saves Oops. and how many saves opportunities does he have on the year? That's what I want to know. Anybody? How many? Uh, I'm, I'm looking up somebody else. I'm sorry. I'm looking up Gab next our next guy. I see. Oh, 41, 41 saves on the season, but it doesn't have save opportunities listed. But yeah. 41 saves on the mm. season that's unreal for a yeah for a young exciting look we're going to get into it later but I, that, that team's that team's pretty good 
Does that like lead baseball? Uh, I think Kenley leads. No, baseball. Jansen has 45, 47. Here it says Emmanuel Classe has 45, two behind Kenley Jansen. Um, okay. Anyway, he's not even on this list. And then, uh, of course, our guy sticks, Tristan McKenzie. We got to shout him out what he's done this year. Mm -hmm. um, okay, Peter, you want to run through Tampa Bay? I was rookies? just looking at him because I'd never heard of Gabriel Moreno <clears throat> before, but I just had a quick look. He had a great year down in AAA and he's only wait, played Wait, 20. wait, wait, wait. You're on the Blue Jays. We're on the race. Oh, I was looking at the wrong person. I'm sorry, guys. I apologize. It's okay. Wanda Franco has hit in 15 of his last 16 games. This is how locked in to the National League I am. I didn't even realize Wanda was back. Yeah. That's really big for them. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that they've been able to make the playoffs without him, they just keep doing it. Anyway. Race, we're going to race. Wanda Franco's there. Jose Siri is there. 13 outs above replacement in center field. Won the Tampa Bay's Outstanding Rookie Award this year. Taylor Walls, second baseman, 24% barrel rate. So there's a lot to look at in Tampa Bay's team as well, but they just find a way to win with whoever they put in there. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. That's a, they're a science project. <laughs> um, okay. The other two AL wildcard teams, Blue Jays versus Mariners. I'm going to let you take the Blue Jays since you were so excited to talk about Gabriel Moreno. Gabriel Moreno. I just had to look him up. He had a great year in AAA, hit 315 across 62 games in 267 plate appearances. And since being in Toronto, he's played 23 games, 65 plate appearances. So not a lot, but he's hitting 290 up here as well. So that's nice to see that transition. But I'm not sure. Is he there everyday guy? No. No, Short King. Short, Short King. King. Alejandro yeah. Kirk. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Well, good for him. So that's the Blue Jays. That's the only rookie they have. Um, but they've Seattle. also got young kids for yeah. days, obviously. Oh, yeah. Uh, Seattle, you have Julio Rodriguez, Lowen Gilbert, Cal Raleigh, who obviously had the big pinch hit ninth inning home run to send him to the playoffs for the first time in 21 years. Um, Cal just recently set Seattle's franchise record for home runs by a catcher um he i mean what a what a freaking moment yeah that two call. outs full count dave sims who made the call anybody remember mm, is no, I, was I my dad's college roommate there you go. very random fact <laughs> anybody <was> remember? <laughs> <laughs> i think i've said it on the episode before because i think a lot of people commented nobody cares um but um <laughs> i think That's there were a few comments about that yeah i i stopped uh People are mean, man. I had to stop. There were a couple of mean ones about me two weeks ago. Um, Cal, yeah, what a moment for him. Moment of his career. Mo I mean, biggest home run in decades for the Mariners. Yeah. Um, and Logan Gilbert is Logan, Logan Gilbert, Robbie Ray, game one. I know you probably aren't as, neither of us are as up to date with the AL, but. I mean, How's Robbie Ray been lately? I, it's it's hard for me to go against a veteran guy unless that younger guy has just been the clear number one. Like Freed over Morton a couple of years ago was like, oh, but then he could, it was kind of. Robbie Ray's last three, six innings, three, six shutty, five and two thirds, two runs, five and two thirds, five runs. I am looking up Julio Rodriguez also first half, second half, just to see how that's played out. Yeah, Julio Rodriguez, like... pretty much a lock for rookie of the year. 
Um, oh, he's hitting. He's got a higher batting average in the second half. Uh, read the Julio Rodriguez note. Is finished with the IL. He's expected with to be IL activated to be Monday, Monday, October third. So he's not active. So what was the stat that we read? Was that before he got put on? No, wait, that was Wander. I'm a freaking idiot. What? I I was no, thinking no. about how you read the stat on Wander Franco, and you were like, I didn't realize he had been activated, and my brain thought you were talking about Julio, and I was like, wait, Julio hasn't <sighs> been activated yet. This is very confusing. Okay, never mind. Julio Rodriguez in near lock. Uh, I think everybody's taken him for their AL Rookie of the Year. Um, he is expected to be activated this t- today, right? yesterday, October 3rd. Was he activated yesterday? I hope so. Um, I didn't read anything. Are you looking it up? Okay. Yeah. Also, I I guess because we haven't been hearing as much about him because he – but he's continued to tear it up. In the second half, hitting 304, 11 tanks. That's going to be an exciting team for a few years, too. Yeah. What? It's Tuesday. It is Tuesday. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it says that the plan was for him to be activated tomorrow. And all. Oh, yeah, officially back. So he was activated yesterday. There we go. Good. Okay. Good. Um, leads all AL rookies in home run slugging OPS total bases. That's the Seattle Mariners. What's Logan Gilbert done on this season? I'm gonna check it out right now. For us, he's been nasty. I know that. You've seen, I've seen a bunch of his highlights on Pitching Ninja, which is you know, 32 is, games, 13 wins, 320. Fast. 100. Good Wi-Fi at the at the, the hotel we're at. So we'll have to say the name. Um, okay, let's move on. We're slowing down. NL wild card series, Peter. This is your freaking bread and butter. This is, is your bread and butter. The Phillies for the first time in 10 years. Really classy move by the Astros to put up. Congratulations, Phillies, on the scoreboard yesterday. They lost in Houston, clinched a playoff spot versus the Cardinals right now. Mets versus the Padres right now. Um, Phillies. Bryson Stott, shortstop, second baseman. He's played in 124 games in 2022. Yeah. Um, second strongest arm in baseball for a second baseman after Gene Segura. And Brandon Marsh is a rookie over there. Is he is he a rookie still? Yeah. Yep. Well, well I don't know if he has rookie status, but he, he only came into the league, I think, last year. And only had a handful of bats. But he, he's Georgia kid, Brandon Marsh. Everybody's I worked, I worked out with him. The last time I was working out, or maybe I wasn't working out, maybe I was just going there to show up, but he worked out at a facility that I was working out at. He's a really, really nice kid. Um, I wish them all the best next year when they have a better chance of doing something in the playoffs. Bryson Stott has been really, really good for them at shortstop. Um, when Kingery didn't pan out, they were looking for a shortstop and he's stepped up and he's done a, a, a serviceable job. Very serviceable, I should say. More of a glove than a bat, from what at I'm this seeing. stage. But he's still got some pop too. He he he's especially there. Yeah, um, Citizens Bank. He's gonna yeah. He'll hit some homers. Yeah. He'll hit a couple of homers. You want to take us through um, the Lars Nutbar? Nutbar, Nutbar. As if the Cardinals weren't as exciting mm-hmm. as it was with everything that they've got going on this year. They've got a couple of really good rookies and Lars Nutbar and Brendan Donovan. Mm-hmm. Nutbar. 
won't drink. <laughs> There's a couple of videos that we're going to post, but I'm not going to, I can't, it's hard for me to speak descriptively about videos. So I'm just going to let us post the videos. Um, he's also got obviously a really good sense of humor. If you check out some of the interviews that he's, that he did during the clinch, uh, Brendan Dolivan has a 3.8 war, someone you've probably never heard of with a 3.8 war adjusted for a full season equals out to a 5.6 war. Outstanding. Dude's from Germany. Did you know that? I Lars Nutbar? No. Brendan Donovan's. Hold on. There's no Whoa. way yeah, yeah. of those two yeah. names right. that I was going to pick Brendan Donovan as the one from Germany. <laughs> Wurz Wurzburg, Germany. Lars Nutbar? Texas. El Segundo, California. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> oh, I love it. But to continue on with Brendan Donovan, he's having a great year. 304 batting average of 484 on base. Dang. A 1.049 OPS. That's He's currently incorrect. got a 201, is it? That is Those ridiculous. Are wrong, numbers. wrong numbers. Okay. So three. 280 yeah. on the year, 772 OPS. How does that happen? Is this, did she maybe meant to put like in a certain month? And a two, maybe it's September? No, it can't be <coughs> September, can it? Four extra, oh, it could be. Let me start again. I'm not even going to read that. So, yeah. uh, no, since, September, he's sitting. Switching, here we go. Since switching to high socks. <laughs> no. Don't edit any of that out besides whenever since, I said. <laughs> since switching to high socks, he's hitting 304, uh. 484, and a 1.049 OPS with a 201 <laughs> weighted runs created plus. So look, guys, if you're sitting there watching this and you have your socks down around your ankles, pull those bitches up. It's going to change your life. Simple. I was like, none of, he's hitting 233 in the month of September and 280 on the season. So I don't know where those Trying numbers Trying to figure this from. out. It's, oh, I should have known man. it was the socks. Come on. Oh, that was wonderful. Okay. Um, the San Diego Padres have Jose Alzacar. He's a center fielder. He made his MLB debut in August. Um, he moved past Trent Grissom on that depth chart. Um, then he's Ooh. he's playing center field for them, but he's been struggling at the plate too. Trent Grissom, man, like what, what? happened to him? Tell me about yeah. what are you thinking about the Padres? I'm listening. Okay, so if we get into the bracket little part i've got a little shock for some people sitting at home right now but i can't wait to hear that i i don't i think that they are a scary team because they haven't played anywhere close to what the paper players should be playing if you were to have their team in fantasy at the start of the year you'd be like fudge yeah but they haven't played anywhere near the way they should um look at that lineup with machado and soto just on their own it's frightening yeah. what's like what's Soto's deal so I had this conversation the other day with I think Trevor again I thought it was just the fact that I because he's now on the west coast and he's not in our division I don't get to hear about him as much but I honestly think that he's had some of the toughest stretches of his career since going over there and I've never seen him lack confidence but there was a period where he just looked like he was just struggling to find whatever it was that he'd lost I mean, 244 on the season. Still has 27 home runs, but only 62 RBI. And he's walking a ton still. Yeah, but yeah, he wants, duh. he wants, and maybe it's a different park. Maybe he's sitting a few, few fly yeah, balls and yeah, getting caught. Yeah, but this is a guy that we talk about being, people say he's the best hitter ever. Best hitter in baseball. Yeah. Um, he's got very, the best eye. Know. 
and the yeah. best swing. Best like, discipline. When obviously. he hit that ball off Verlander, I say this all the time, when he hit that ball off Verlander in the playoffs and it went oppo and it was like a 98-mile-an-hour fastball, top of the zone, and he just went level swing, just popped that into the little balcony, I was like, that's not right. Yeah. yeah. But I hope he gets it back next He's year. He's going to be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's the right. pressure of turning down 500 million too. That was crazy. That sentence should not exist. Yeah. Um, how much is Judge going to get? Okay. Judge is 28. Do you know that? No. no he's he's 30. He's 30. There you go. Fight. Even older. Okay. He's like 30 or 31, I think. Okay. So I think Max he'll get is a six-year deal. Yeah. But I also think that it may be up where around 300 million, 350 million. How much did he turn down from the Yankees? I think it was around that number, but for like a long time, wasn't it? It was like 450 maybe? I thought there was a four in front, like 440. Wow. Maybe I'm just completely full of dog poo. But I think the AAV is going to be the thing that gets it. Seven-year contract extension worth two. Wow, we were so wrong, Mitch. Why are you saying that? Why are you saying that? You guys, come on, guys. That was, I was like, I was like, damn, why do you turn that down? Sorry, I can't move my microphone. We just got they, offered four forty. Was that so? It was so. It was so. That's why we were thinking that. Yeah. Hey, Pete. Do you want? Um, do you have any? uh experience with tony larusa do you have any opinion on him officially retiring no, except for the fact that i didn't understand the hire at the time except if it was to get some maybe some stability do what buck has done with the mets give them some structure yeah you know, be the leader that's what i thought was going to happen um this takes nothing away from what tony has done in his career to this point but i just think it was a bad fit and i think he'll look back and probably say i probably shouldn't have done it but again Take nothing away from what he's done in his past. He's been one of the best managers that yeah. has ever existed. And I think I read somewhere today that he is the has the most wins by any manager with a winning record. Wow. So, you know, he's he's done it. He's got nothing else to prove. And I think stepping down the way that he did. And the comments that he said too, when he said that I was brought in to do a job and looking at our results, yeah. I didn't do the job. So that's for me, that says it all. And I think and it's the his, way that he did it. It's his seventy eighth birthday today. Yes. 78 years old, still managing. I don't know. Now, my dad told me that the last thing you should do is ever retire because he said that he's just, he hates it. And I'm like, okay. But sitting here right now, I would love nothing more than to go to the golf course at <laughs> eight o'clock in the morning, take a few swings, come back home at around two o'clock in the afternoon, kiss my wife, say hello to my kids who are probably going to be old age by that stage. I'm sure I'm living with them because I'm going to be relying on them because I spent all my money, but I just want to play golf. <laughs> Those people that want to keep working the whole time, I don't understand them. And maybe I will when I get to that age, but I want to retire. Not now, in 10 years. A man of yeah. leisure. That's what I want yep. to be. Pete, run us, through your, run us through your postseason bracket. Okay. Are you ready for this? No. I obviously have Braves versus Astros and the Braves winning. Because if I had anything other than that. We're starting at the World Series? I just want to give you my <laughs> end. Yeah. Just want to give you the end, but I'll go because you knew you knew what the Braves. I was going to pick the Braves to win. If anybody thought that I wasn't going to pick the Braves to win, they've you never listened built to me. Built up talk. to it? No, there's no build up. The build up is now because you never know who I'm going to pick. Right? Go. I have the Padres beating the Mets if it stays this way. 
I have the Cardinals beating the Phillies. I have the Guardians. Yeah, that's right. Meeting the Yankees in the, the division series. And I have, this has been my, I haven't made this decision yet. Seattle over the Blue Jays. I don't know how I feel about it. I think they're starting pitching with Gosman and Manoa and that lineup, if they can get going, I think the Jays are probably going to meet the Strohs in the DS. Astros will beat them. The Yankees will win. It'll be Astros, Yankees. The Astros will eventually get through. On the other side, Cardinals and Braves, the Braves will win. Dodgers, Padres, the Dodgers will win. We'll then beat the Dodgers to get back into it, and it'll be a repeat, repeat of last year's World Series. Were those the were those the final four? I mean, were those the teams in the CS last year? Yankees stroke, I think so. Was it? Um, the Yankees make it to the CS? No. No. We are bad at baseball memories. Yeah, I'm not good at really. it. Really? Um, so much happened for me in the postseason last year, guys. I'm I'm so focused on myself. It, it's it's like once this once the postseason like finishes, you think of the World Series. You don't really go back to like the division right. series, you know. Who you got, Kels? I think it was Boston. Boston <laughs> was in the CS. Boston, Houston, LA, Braves. Um and they beat the Rays in the wild card and the and the DS. And the DS. Boston beat the Yankees the in the wild card. Um I also wanted to have because that's when the brackets get interesting. It's the it's the start, right? So I didn't want to just pick the standard. No, I honestly think the Guardians can can play against the Rays. Yeah, yeah. I think I would take It's tough. I'm taking the Cardinals over the Phillies. The Cardinals are like, I'm so excited to see what they do in the postseason. Freaking Albert Pujols is homering every single day. It's absolutely ludicrous. Um, it's wonderful. What is happening? It's wonderful. Um, man, I don't know if I'm curious. I need I need to see how the Mets do today. If if the Mets sweep the doubleheader today. Mm. Put that I, I just want to see how they respond to getting swept by the Braves. Yeah. Well, I like, want to see their response. If they've re and like even obviously if they lose a single game, the Braves clinch. But if they win two out of three versus the Nationals, I think they beat the Padres in the wild card series. If they lose the series to the Nats, I think the Padres beat them. I think it's all about how the Mets respond to this to this series. because um, it can I either think... devastate them or they can just move past it. I think the off day helps. The fact that it was an unscheduled rain out helps. They would have been able to go in, get all their action in, get the swings in, pitches would have thrown, and then they would have gone home. It was almost like an off day workout before a big yeah. series. So it's almost like a reset for them too. I think they should take that time and, and I'm with you. If they come out and sweep the double header today, then they're back. So yeah. do the math with me. If they sweep the double header today. Yes independent of what the Braves do today, it would go to half a game. And then if the Braves lost, it would be tied again and yes. all come down to that final day, which yes. would be wild. Yes. Um, but if the Braves win. It's over. Oh yeah. The Braves just have to win one. Because we got to by sweeping them. And we, oh. It was nine to nine before that 
last game and we took the season 10. Wow, 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 wow. So that okay. is what makes that sweep even more impressive. Yeah, Crazy. yeah. Is there's so much on the line. Yeah. I'll take the Guardians over Tampa. Yes. Um, Sorry, Tampa. Man. Look, you've done a I'll great take, job this year. I take the Blue Jays over Seattle. I'm afraid Seattle's going to be so excited to have made it. Um, man, it's experience in the postseason is real, you know. I, sure, I, I'm with that as well. By the way, I just lower my chairs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also think that you can build that momentum by by. I think that I, I don't think that they're a team that's already won the World Series just by making the playoffs. You know, you mm-hmm. see some teams that just getting in was enough. Yeah. I feel like the Phillies might be a bit that way, but yeah, but, yeah. Um, I think I think Seattle has a chance to if they can get going and, and ride whatever wave this is. Oh, did you that stadium when that <laughs> ball was hit? Like it was pandemonium. It was yeah. insanity. Yeah, that city deserves a good baseball team, and I think even that energy alone can can win you a game. I really, I I, I called it earlier. I, this, the travel would be absolutely brutal. Yeah, but imagine a Seattle Braves World Series. Just Michael Harris, Julio Rodriguez, fouling it out. Acuna yeah. hasn't even like coming to full form yet. Yeah. Castillo getting the World Series start. That'd be cool. Golly. There's, there's a lot of storylines coming up, guys, and we haven't even started yet. It's amazing. Started yet. Did you hear that? That was loud, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, weekly news flash. Yesterday was Arizona Fall League opening day. Um, this is going to be really fun to follow along with. You guys, if you listen to this podcast, you are well-versed with um, how big of a deal it is to be named to the Arizona Fall League. Top top prospects in all of baseball combined on six different teams. Um, <laughs> Most studs that you hear about right now have gone through the Arizona Fall League. Yeah. I was not included. I would have been 27 in the Arizona Fall League. I don't know if that would have gone. <laughs> I know this season goes through November 12th. Um, yesterday, I know Jordan Lawler had a really big game. Um, I thought that they tweeted out like the the big storylines, but I guess they did not. Um, but yeah, that'll be that'll be something that we follow along with closely this off season. Um, but yeah, the championship games on November 12th. But opening day for that was yesterday. It on goes Monday. all the way to November twelfth. That's the that's like I guess the final championship game. That's how far it could go. It's um, a lot of extra baseball for those guys that are there. That's good. Yeah. Um, Mitch, are you familiar with Aussie lingo? No. Are you familiar with Texas lingo? The, uh, yeah, yeah, somewhat. I had the, I had the, I, I didn't bring my book, so I can look, I can definitely find something. Or do you want to go with a Texas lingo for this know. week? You know what? You know oh, what? I, oh, I have I got a couple one. Australian friends, so yeah, okay. a little bit. I'm gonna have to test you. All we'll right, do both. We'll do, do both. y'all know Kalachi? No. Kalachi. This is Texas lingo. Is it Kalachi? Kalachi. I'm, I'm gonna say it is a <laughs> form of yogurt. Okay. Or dessert. Okay. I'm, I'm guessing, is there an accent with it? Is it like a 
combining no of words. No um, questions allowed. Kolachi. <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? I don't know. Um, <laughs> it seems to me like a food item for sure. Yeah. Like a cheese. Cheese and yogurt. Yeah. We're a on the kolachi, A kolachi is a breakfast item that you can get at donut shops. And it's like a massive pig in a blanket. Really? Um, you can get like sausage and cheese inside. It's closed off. You can get like sausage an and cheese inside of it. You can get ham and cheese inside of it. You can get uh, jalapeno sausage and cheese. It's my favorite breakfast item. And it's like nowhere else in the United States. And it's really sad, but it's a very common thing at donut shops. You can is it, is it wrapped in a crust? Is it sweet? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's savory. Okay. I have, I have, I just went this morning. You know, the Starbucks over at near this hotel mm -hmm. three doors down there's a little strip mall that has a little hole in the wall empanada place Ooh. ham and cheese empanada i had today love that mm. yeah like melted melted beautiful cheese with nice yeah. ham really good and i had a little sausagey cheesy bacony one as well oh yeah. so good yeah doesn't feel like an empanada traditional flavor but you know what we remix i mean remix. <laughs> i need it i need it aussie lingo How's your lingo? Shit. I thought we were just going to go Texas. So I was like, oh, we can no, just here do we go. Texas. I'm going to go rhyming slang instead. I'm going to go rhyming slang. Okay. Okay. Well, you do this thing where we, we instead of saying the actual word, we say words that rhyme with it. It's almost like a code language in Australia. For instance, if I was to ask you if you had any photos in your phone, I would say, do you have any Mario Sotos in your dog and bone? Absolutely. I, I, I've heard this. Absolutely. I've heard about this. Actually. There you go. Yeah. So I'm going to give you another, I'm going to give you another one. What would it mean when I'm saying I'm going to have a Captain Cook? No idea. It's a, yeah. it's a Jack Daniels and Cook? No, it just means to have a look. See, that's the rhyming part of it. Absolutely. I don't know why, Kelsey, you're looking at me like I'm an absolute alien and I get it because I didn't understand it either. We didn't do it in Western Australia where I grew up. It wasn't until I moved to Melbourne did I run into people using rhyming slang as a language. And I'm trying to work out what they're saying. And it was all, okay, everybody, you lost, you lost Google me. rhyming slang, and we'll talk about it yeah. next week. Got it. Amazing. I'm going to forget, but <laughs> someone will bring it up, I'm sure. I'll, I'll let Maddie know if he's on the next one. Yeah. Everybody, awesome. Mitch. Mitch, well done. Holy shit. I tell you, Maddie might get Wally pipped. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Mm. We miss okay. Maddie. Maddie. Maddie is doing something with Jimmy and Jake. Mitch, you were phenomenal today. Maddie got a promotion. So he's, he's Maddie did get a promotion, everybody. Let's go. Yes. Maddie got a promotion in the company. He's Let's like go, king. He's like king of everyone now. So and you can really see it. He's not wearing a crown. It's it's go it's over the top. He's often the very the smartest guy in the room. And he's so funny. Yeah. yeah. He's right. so like like He's very funny. Dry. We it's the driest Maddie. humor in the world. Yeah. Peter, remember when we had to ask Maddie Mass what he wanted us to call him when we first started this podcast? Because we were like, you're yes. going to have a name like BBD is BBD. So what? And then we came up with Maddie Mass and now Maddie is president. Um, He's president of the world. <laughs> Mitch, what do you want Alrighty, to be called? Guys. Mitch? Man, it's it's tough. I mean, you go with the rhyming, you go... Mitchapalooza. <laughs> it's hard, man. It's not hard, but it's all derogatory. It seems like you know. All right, I'll just call you Mitch, not the other one. No, no, no. Yeah, rhyming slang. <laughs> no, rhyming slang. All right, folks. 
two more games of the regular season left. I just threw that out there, not knowing you're going to say two. Then how about that? Two nice. games left, and then it's October baseball, baby. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Farm on, farm often. Buckle up. It's on. Playoffs are here. Strap we'll in. see you next Wednesday.